Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast this is our director's spotlight wes anderson is in that spotlight and today is the life aquatic with steve zisu i am colton robertson and i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here oh and it is always a pleasure to have you like i said we are talking the life aquatic it was released on christmas 2004 it was written by wes anderson and noah bombach which i did not realize and directed by wes anderson noah bombach is another guy who i've mentioned multiple times as a potential director we should do this with um i did not realize this is one of his writing credits that makes makes a lot of sense makes me very happy um but yeah man this was a man your first viewing how'd it go for you another first First viewing a little, you know, I, I'm still getting used to to Wes's style, but now I can I, I'm I feel like after this one, I'm like I'm in, like I'm like I'm in now, and I get I kind of like his way of storytelling is just so different than other other people. Like I don't know, it's just a different kind of movie, and now like it follows the same tropes as as the Royal Tenenbaums, uh, you know, a guy that you don't really like and a guy that doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities at all. But then near the end of the movie, you're, you're crying, you know, you're crying your eyes out at the end there, you know. Um, I wonder if it remembers me. Ah, uh, buddy. That one, I don't know what it is, but when he delivers that line and he starts breaking, my God, I... I fucking lose it. And then the one by one hand yeah, on him. the shoulder. And, and he like reaches over and touches Kate Blanchett's belly. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. But like, I don't know. I, I love the that every animal or any sea creature that was in here was just in that claymation. That stop motion you know, or, claymation sort of thing. Yeah, like it was just to make it more magical. You know, like it, it's it's like that's his passion, you know, is like what I kind of got out of that is like, that's what, I don't know. I I kind of got the idea that like, he used to be this super eccentric, like in love with sea life, you know? And like, it it, like, it seemed that it drove everything he did. And like, he discussed, I don't know, like that, that's all. And then the vision changed. Yeah. Yeah, No, like I'm this one. uh, This is one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. Mm. I adore this one. It is in part because of that affinity for sea life and life in general that this movie kind of evokes. You know, it's uh, it it, it asks you to look for the beauty in everything Mm. and everything around you. Um, And I, I absolutely adore it. I think that Bill Murray is brilliant in this movie. And uh, I think that, Owen Wilson is damn good in this movie. And one of my favorite little additions to the cast who I don't believe is in um, any other live action Wes Anderson movies is Kate Blanchett. I absolutely love, 
I adore Kate Blanchett. So when I, whenever I saw her in this movie, it just made me so, so very happy. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, a small character, but every time he pops up, man, Willem Dafoe just is killing it oh. in this movie. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I couldn't get enough of, of, yeah, Klaus. Klaus was, Klaus. whenever he was, I don't know, just, just seeing, like, that's the thing. Willem Dafoe, like, I just know as the Green Goblin for me, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's, that's who he is to me. Like, as I grew up with him, and now I see him as funny as, as fucking this. Oh my God. He's so good. And like, I always saw you as my dad's, you know, or don't, don't let anyone make fun of me for that. He's like, well, like, I can't well, it's so it. funny because like dude you've got to be roughly the same age as bill murray and yeah like no totally uh-huh yeah they're like in bill murray even says like right before then he's like yeah we always we saw you as our little brother little brother yeah like little brother and it's like oh okay you know like and he even tells um i don't know what to call him do you call him ned do you call him kingsley do you i call him ned I call him Ned because the way that it wraps up, the way he it, it finishes is, you know, Steve recognizing that his name was Ned Plimpton, but you know he calls him like the thing he credits him as is Ned Kingsley Plimpton Zisu. So like it's like his middle name and a hyphenated last name, which I can uh, I can appreciate. So okay. yeah, I call him. I'll call him Ned. Okay, uh, I like Ned. Yeah, I do like Ned more because that's um, who he was. You well, know, what an upgrade for Owen Wilson. From from last movie, like he went yeah. from, you know, I mean, hey, he just that that was his role last movie, you know, didn't call for anything like this. Um, but he did a damn but man, he he did awesome, and I, I don't know, I think, no, uh, I I think I I kind of have to talk through this movie a little bit because I'm still, yeah. like the first viewing I feel of a Wes Anderson movie is just you kind of got to figure it out as you go along, like mm-hmm. there's. I don't know. I'm I'm still like figuring out the movie and I feel like on second like I'm just going to watch this movie a lot. Like I feel like I can focus on one character throughout one movie. Like watch a movie or watch it through one lens and get comp- something completely different out of yeah. this movie. Um because like this whenever I was first watching it, I'm like this is kind of a little cult like of like what he's doing, you know, like dressing ah. everyone up in the in the uniforms, you know, like having the unpaid interns, you know, like uh, the incomplete grades, you know, and it, like I don't know, like it's kind of you know, and he's kind of like leading everyone out here in, in very dangerous conditions, and I'm like, you know, where is this going? You know, like I I thought that it was like kind of going down that route, but then I'm realizing it's kind of like this is more of just like a found family here, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, I'll, they're, they're all just a bunch of misfits. And like, I think even he says that at some point, yeah. he's like, don't you see, we're all just a, a bunch of something. I fr- I don't know what the word yeah, is. I can't remember the exact verbiage there either, but yeah, exactly. Like they, like none of us, none of us belong, you know, all of us are outsiders. And I, I adore that, uh, that perspective. And the, another thing that's really interesting and I'd be interested to, learn about the relationship Wes Anderson has to his father um, mm. because the central figure of both of these movies is a father figure trying to reconnect True. with their child in some capacity. <laughs> um, and there's even still some something up in the air about Steve being Ned's actual father because yeah. at one point Angelica Houston's character states that he's shooting blanks. He, he always has. So mm-hmm. like it's, 
really unlikely for him to be a father. Um, but that didn't matter. You know, it's like he, he accepted that role in the end or eventually. And it's better for him to think of himself as his father than to be like, Oh, actually he wasn't, you know, he actually wasn't your son. And I, uh, yeah, just that di- the the idea that coming from Gene Hackman's Royal Tenenbaum to Bill Murray's Steve Zissou, very similar characters. Uh, once upon a time, you know, and uh, Royal was never a great guy, but uh, he did his thing. He did what he wanted to do, and he like. Yeah. But Steve, you know, he was passionate. He loved, and he he made the people in his crew feel loved. And then eventually the the vision changed and it became about the money and about uh, like everything. You could yeah. tell that some of the some of the flashback stuff was like scripted, but like I don't know. it felt more genuine, you know, kind of nuts that like in 2004 that they're focusing so much on like having the camera shoved and like making it more about like capturing the moment instead of living in the moment mm-hmm. in the now, you know, like instead of um can I call you dad? Like, no. Um, Try Steve Or like, um, like, oh, are you getting this? This is gold. Whenever it's like an actual moment, like an actual like moment that he should just be really focused on his son. You know? No, like yeah. His- and he's not. He is doing it for yeah. a camera. And that that's, I don't know, kind of crazy that, that they're already kind of focusing on that in like 2004, like before, like, because social media hasn't really popped off at all like in 2004 no. like i don't know when was fate like as i feel like myspace would have been the yeah. first one um, yeah so like but... e- yeah i guess like but it wasn't like a people were shoving a camera and everything at you know no, quite yeah. yet i don't think but i don't know very interesting that that i don't know it was like a very i feel like a very big part of this movie like it's just like you have to and a big realization that he had you know like at the end he's not in there with the premiere uh with everyone else you know he's sitting outside and he's with you know um uh, who is that little boy that's uh his is that i don't know who that little boy is is um... it klaus's no is it not klaus because it's someone's nephew or something Right. Like, hey, my nephew has like a a gift for you. I think it was Klaus's nephew. Yeah, I think it was Klaus's. I think or something you're right. like that. Um, but like he's just sitting out there with him, you know, just like I don't know, ha- even has like an award or something already. I don't mm-hmm. know. He's like sitting next to him. Um, and like I don't know, he's just more in the moment, you know. And like in and even in the credits, like he's walking with everybody, you know. And like he's he's I don't know, like way more. He's become that who he once why. was again. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah, the vision's back. Yeah, the passion's back, I guess. Ned's made him realize what was important again. And uh, yeah. that's that's what I I love about this movie, man, is that, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story that I always appreciate. A fallen hero, you know, I don't know that Steve mm. was ever a hero, but, like, he was, he, was once a, he was once a good man, and they make that clear. He was once a good guy, passionate, loved what he did. A fallen hero who loses their way and finds their footing once again. That's a, that's mm. a trope and a, a vision that I will always love. I, I, I fall for that every time. And, uh, this is one of my favorites, man. I absolutely adored Bill Murray as Steve Zissou in this performance. He was act he was easily, there's no doubt about it. Uh, the performance of this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it can, you know, maybe like Owen Wilson, 
but it would only be because of like that, yeah. of how like it surprised me of like how how well Owen Wilson did in the role. But as far as the movie goes, like it just it goes to Bill Murray. Like I don't like it. It was it was his movie. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think like and I, I find myself like I did that for the last movie. I had Gene Hackman for both performance and character, and I didn't just want to like follow suit. But I really, I mean. I think that's that's just kind of the point. It's the main character, and like yeah. we're seeing this character arc develop, you know, for a reason, and that's why I don't know. The, like Wes chose this, or when they wrote the story, they chose this character as the main character for a reason. I don't oh know, yeah, so like, um, and it made like I I kind of didn't believe that the tiger shark or jag whatever shark. was real. You know, at some points I'm like, you know, maybe I don't know what happened down there. You know, like I'm I'm mm. kind of a little skeptical, but then like. Like that moment, it's 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 so weird because it's so like claymation and so like, but so beautiful at the same time. Like it's the moment oh, it's, that's it's really everything, beautiful. man. Like yeah, the, and like the music. The way I don't know if you caught this, the music that's playing mm-hmm. is Ned's theme for the movie they were making. They they choose to turn on Ned's theme for that moment, the one that would have been put oh. in the documentary. Of the movie oh they were making, God. dang! That's and so like, uh, when that music like swells and the jaguar shark comes over, and they're like, uh, you know, are you get earlier in the movie? He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. Why would you do that? There's no scientific purpose in that. He's like, revenge. Uh, mm-hmm. Killed my best friend. That's that. Um, and then later on in the movie, whenever there's like a stipulation, like you can't, you can't kill that shark, man. We just can't allow it. And he's like, uh, all right, I'll fight it, but I'll let it live. At the end there, whenever he's like, do you still want to blow it up? No, we are out of dynamite anyway. Uh, but like you can tell, like, even if they didn't have, if, yeah, even if they well. did have the dynamite, th- that's, it's, it's not where he's at anymore. And I, I adore that. Like the, the way they are all just existing there mm. and there's these, it's not the priority to have Vikram up at the front with the camera showing the jaguar shark he mm-hmm. i love the shot of him through the window where he's holding the camera back and like it's it's just mm. he's become the camera's become a background part of yeah. that moment. it's just on and, like his shoulder and but mm-hmm. he's watching it with his he's own watching it as yeah. well yeah oh but i don't know that it's i, I one of two shots that I had in my mind was either that shot, you know, not of the actual Jaguar shark, but just all of them in the submarine, you know, looking oh, yeah. like in awe. Um, but I think my actual shot is um, whenever Ned is dead and like they're burying him at sea, but then you have Eleanor down in the, like the bubble observatory down there and the casket like drops down slowly and she's just down there. Like got a watching tear running it. down her face, yeah. Yeah, and and I think she was one of the most interesting characters to me, other I'm than Steve. Um, like because, like you know, she's always she's the brains of the operation, everything, mm-hmm. and like she really, like she really is, like she's the one that has to take down skydiving into a volcano, you know, as a viable idea. She's the one that's right. like, okay, obviously we're not doing that. Um, but I think. It's interesting, like, she saw Ned as an opportunity for um, him to have a son, you know, and, like, whether it was biological or not, she knows, she, she knows, you know, he probably can't have a kid anyways, he's shooting blanks, 
Um, but I think she saw that this is like a way for his vision to come back, you know, a way to put that spark back into him. And if you can have a father son relationship, all this, everyone else is found kind of family anyways. Um, so I know it just, it just kind of works out and they have this, you know, we talked about it, uh, with, um, the last movie with like the chemistry of a super long divorce, you know, Mm. couple, um, but here we get it with Bill Murray instead of Gene Hackman, you know, yeah. like, but in like, they have that chemistry though. Like, um, it's insane. Like what, like they're just people that they, 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 I don't know. They don't have this history at all no, whatsoever. It's incredible. It's and like incredible, how they can know? just turn that on. And like, I don't know. It's insane to me, but there's Angelica that Houston, man, like, dude, she's fucking good. Yeah. She is good at what man. she does. And, uh, you know, she hasn't been my favorite performance for either of these movies, but she is top two or three in all of them. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like she is right there. She's a she's a constant force in these movies. And uh I love that uh there's that scene where they're standing out on the balcony at uh Jeff Goldblum's Jeff Goldblum's place and uh they're passing a cigarette back and forth and the the way it's framed, it's not like a I'm curious if it was intentional, but this is where like my head's going while I'm, while I'm watching it. She is leaning up against the balcony and straight down the middle of the screen on her side, it's open sky water and boats and everything. And then on his side, it's the trees and the darkness and everything where he has not yet reconnected with what is important Mm. to him yet. And one of those things is, angelica houston it is it is her her role like she's on that side of the screen he needs to find his way back to that and uh he 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 simply hasn't yet and uh (laughs) that's sad because i think the only thing i noticed during that shot was that like the really just hot dude was in the background like in the balcony below for a little bit oh yeah yeah. (laughs) like we we talked about how like wes really makes you focus on what you need to focus on and i think that's the only time in the movie where i'm like noticing something in the background for the right. first time was just that dude was just i'm like oh hey what that dude's down there and then i'm like right back in and like i think they like light lit each other's cigarette or like you know with, or with something the, yeah um they kind of i don't know were, were was that just tobacco or like uh no steve zisu's blazing the whole okay that's what i thought i'm like Um, they they did not look like cigarettes to me no they even uh Uh, i think i think angelica houston's smoking a cigarette and then he is smoking a spliff of some sort uh but there's that part at the beginning whenever he like offers he's like you want to you want to finish this off and he offers ned that and ned's like "Ah, i I try to stay off the grass you know uh i see but uh yeah man just the way that uh this one is an even further step into that style that Wes Anderson and Robert Yeoman have found over mm. the years. Um, just the, even the way they present dialogue is even more of that, like matter of fact. Yeah. Just, uh, this is the way things are. This is how I say things. I talk like this and this is all I do. Uh, like in the, one of my favorite little instances of it is whenever people are talking he takes the time to turn the camera before they speak. So it's like, it's not like a natural conversation where I speak, you speak, I speak, you speak. Someone says a sentence. There's a pause while he turns the camera. That person responds. He tur- they, they pause mm. to turn the camera. That person responds. And it's like a, 
it's stilted, but it just works. There's something so stylistically pleasing about it. And, uh, I, I absolutely adore it. And the, the best example of that is during the like Q and a at the beginning, whenever it like pans all the way up to Ned and then it pans mm-hmm. all the way back down to, uh, Steve on the stage and stuff like, uh, that okay. stuff just works. And, uh, I like but that. You, yeah, you gave, you gave your favorite shot a second ago. So I'm going to go ahead and get me my, give you mine. It's, uh, the introduction to, uh, to the boat, uh, whenever, Sick. whenever Steve is like, let me show you my boat. Uh, and Did they build that? Yes, that is a oh, set. Okay, that is a set. I um, hope so. I I hoped so, because um, awesome. Okay, because yeah. it was between like just the going through every room and like everything, like so satisfying. I was tempted to go with the one when Ned and Steve are in the screaming match after he's barged in on them sleeping together, Ned and Jamie, mm. and he's like, uh, he's like, I want you out of here, da, 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 da. and then they like he follows him all the way through the boat. And he's like, Hey, man. Wow, you should really be a gentleman, you know? What are we doing here? Uh that's I don't know, that's that's my favorite scene, I think. That's of a good the movie. Just just cuz it kind of encapsulates everything, you know? It's like you have that father-son conflict there, you know, and then and then you get the shot of them going all through the boat, and then you get at the top them fighting, and it's like the most Now I'm going to fight you, and then you know, you just you know, he you just don't, gets- you don't say now I'm going to fight yeah. you, Steve. You just smile and you sucker punch him. Yeah. And he goes, I'll fight my way. You fight yours. And he's like, well, and then just sucker punches him, you know? And yeah. I was like, I fucking love that. I fucking love that. So uh, good. fantastic it, scene. It had to, why? I mean, Jeff Goldblum, you know, coming in like, <laughs> what? Why they had to make him hit the dog like that? You know, just to get him, to, just to get us, us to hate him. You I know? think it like, was, uh, like the animal cruel, like it, it, they did it. They did it once with the dog. It, obviously, they didn't hit the. You know, it was very no, obvious yeah, they, they, that they yeah. did not hit the dog. But like they did it there, and then also um, there was like a little creature that crawled up on Steve's hand, and he flicked, like, flicked it off. Right. You know, and I, it was like very focused though that they like. It was very purposeful. You know, mm-hmm. it felt like. Um, and I don't know. I I didn't know. I don't know. I, d- I didn't. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. Like maybe it was the vision was lost during that time, and like the way Steve, that I like, looked, he at, would never uh, do that before, so, like sort of thing. And now I don't. I looked at Steve's differently than I looked at uh, Jeff Goldblum's. I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, 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 Hennessy is is like his company. I don't yeah, know if that's his actual name. Uh, let's see, Jeff Goldblum. Where are you at? He's not even. Oh, there is Alice Star Hennessy. Um, Alice Alice Stair. Ali. They called him Ali, uh, okay. or Ali, the whole movie. Um, but I see because I didn't. It's interesting that you pointed out Steve's because I didn't even think anything of that. Because if a lizard's crawling on me, I am also going to quickly brush or flick it away. True. Uh, because it's a you yeah, slimy thing creepy. on my skin. Yeah. There. Uh, so I didn't think I didn't think into that too much, but. Uh, the way that I thought of uh, Allie's treatment of the dog is that, like, it's the, A, I think it was supposed to make us okay with the idea that Steve broke into his facility and stole all of his equipment and stuff. Um, but I think part of that was to also drive home the, the pure scientist angle in Allie. He doesn't have sympathy uh. for the things he's looking at or the things he's studying. He is purely there for... Uh, 
the study of it. He's not there to take care of it. He's there. To uh, and, I uh, see. Because he does also say that like around him. Um, that's true. So it translates to the dog. He does mm. what is probably the best way to make sure a dog shuts the fuck up. And that's not. It's not good. I don't like it. But scientifically. He was like, yeah. I know how to make this dog quiet right now. I think it's because he doesn't have a lot of empathy. It's why his mm-hmm. uh, marriage didn't work out. <laughs> uh, he he proclaims that it's because he's part gay at the end of the movie. Uh, well, I think we all, uh, they say we all are a little bit. That might be my, I don't know. It might have been my I favorite. Love line that. It was, was pretty like, good. So true. So true. Like, um, I don't know. It might be my favorite line. I'm going back and forth between Klaus saying that he, you know, his two you know, he always felt like he was, you know, the two dads, um, yeah. or or that everyone, you know, apparently everyone is, you know, or, or just that that interaction they had was was pretty good. But like, I love how I don't know. It is the movie is so simple. Like, it is he set out for a mission to find this shark. That's it. They go out. Oh, pirates! You know, and then they have to rescue. Uh, what's the? I, I want to get his name. Just Bill. Yeah. Just Bill. Oh, oh my God! Like what? Like instead of just making him boring, like off the very rip, he's like, "Well, I'm I'm still a human being or whatever." And he's like, "You know You're what? Right. I, I, I take that back." You know, and I'm like, "Hey, like, okay, like, kind of whatever." I didn't expect anything from this character, but then like, what a real one this dude was. You know, like just stick. I don't know his his message, his call kind of sucked. He could have done it a little better. Like, not gonna lie, mm. could have. I don't know. Um, I found help. What? Yeah. Um, no, but I, but like okay. just the the fact that they're like, yeah, we have to go back and save this dude, and then that mm. we get a whole scene of them infiltrating an island, you know, just going through everywhere. Yep, yeah, it's clear. All right, whatever. They're not here. And then like the last couple of rooms they check, it's like, oh, well, well, here's Bill, and oh, here's all the pirates and Allie or Ollie, and then he just gets shot in the <clears throat> chest, which I think is hilarious. You know, Steve, like instantly. Are you here to save me? fold uh i fold just just get shot you know. shot right in the chest Boom. no that's that's hilarious another one of my favorite shots was actually a little bit later whenever they've tracked down the uh shark and they're like uh steve's like all right what do you guys say we go do this thing and uh, he's standing by the door it's like a shot of the entire bridge and uh Jeff Goldblum's like laying in the middle of the floor with his like yeah. with his bandages wrapped around him and stuff, and everyone is like standing around him. Like I don't know, like it's just so yeah. it was so Jeff Goldblum and it was so Wes Anderson. There was everything, everything came together in that moment that just made me very satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, but uh, talk about the style, like just the jumpsuits, the beanies, the shoes, oh, yeah. the like. I feel like I don't know. Is this one kind of like a? Do people actually like have these beanies and like the jumpsuit? I don't know. I feel like oh, this I'm is sure. like, like this is just kind. Of, I don't know. I've never, I've never really seen. I guess this look or like I, I don't know. I feel like I would have seen this somewhere. Right. Um, no, yeah, it's very original and it's a, uh, it's a vibe. You know, I kind of want one of those beanies and I kind of want to wear it like that. Yeah, um, like an Adidas sponsor. You know, just a, a little Adidas sponsor in yeah. there. You know, like, Wait, yeah, the, the little exercise they do yeah. where they like kick up their feet into the middle. These of their... are nice. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, these are <laughs> nice. Like I don't know. There's just so like um, we said last movie with the Royal Tenenbaums that it just kind of felt like really good journalism. 
And this just kind of felt like it was just a really good documentary. Like we were actually watching the documentary of the documentary, you know, yeah. like sort of thing. But it, well, it was still, still... The journalism angle with Jamie, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting how he envelops like a medium of art in his storytelling. Mm. Um, and it, I don't know. It just, I don't know if it's, it's, it's always so fascinating because movies, but. he, it, it's, it's almost like they approach the writing and filming process from an objective place, which is bizarre for a mm. movie. You know, it feels like you are telling the, and you're telling a story. You're, it's natural for biases to leak into that story. You know what I'm saying? But there's something so objective about the way we view every single character. Like you don't see, there's not a, the closest thing we get to like a perfect person in this movie is Ned. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's, that is a, and Jamie, they're both just good people, yeah. you know, beyond that, it's like, uh, they've all, they've all got flaws though. Everyone's got flaws. And it's like, uh, it's so fascinating to see in an hour and 50 minutes or whatever the fuck, however long this movie is to just lay those flaws bare and let you watch them, appreciate them and eventually love these characters. And to do that without being like, Oh, my character's perfect. Like you, you, you can't possibly find anything that would be wrong with this guy. No, Steve Zissou is a piece of shit, you know, and yeah. they make that clear. But by the end of the movie, you like the guy and you like him a lot. Um, that's yeah, just, only, he wasn't always like that, you know, like that's, you, you always kind of get that impression. Is that like, just, it, it just was this one event that got him down in a rut and he lost his vision and he just wasn't who he was because no way all these people would follow him like they do if this was the reality all the time. Hmm. You know, like this, it, it really felt like they had something really good going on. Like you have so many different people like on this boat, which is the cool thing. Like the music guy, thank fuck for the music guy. Pele, oh my God. Thank God. Okay, was it? Just played nothing but David Bowie, which I absolutely loved, by the was way. Was it actually just in a different language? Or was yeah, some of it... Portuguese. Was it actually Portuguese? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I felt like some... Okay. I just... It, it could just be my English brain. Like, I felt like... I feel like I know enough Spanish and enough Portuguese. Or, like, not enough Portuguese at all. But I know enough Spanish where, like, I kind of know if it's Spanish somewhat. Yeah. Like, I know when someone is speaking Spanish, sometimes it just felt like utter gibberish, like, when he was singing. Like, literally, he was just vibing, like, to the, like, I don't know. And, like, but singing a song, but it just, I don't I don't know. But was it Portuguese every time? Like, is that just no? pretty sure. Like, I, again, okay. I don't know. I don't know Portuguese, but, like, uh, the the subtitles would pop up singing in Portuguese. Oh, I didn't get those. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get those subtitles then. It was just nothing oh. whenever uh, I was watching it. Okay. Gotcha. Well, and they didn't do that every time, which is why I'm like, maybe, maybe you're right. You know, like maybe sometimes it isn't Portuguese, but like they did it at the beginning and I just kind of assumed from there on he was singing in Portuguese. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I see. Um, um, but yeah, I love that the soundtrack for this movie is David Bowie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Life on Mars. I love Bowie. that song so much. Uh, which one? Life on Mars. Is, oh, yeah. Is there, I, think, I mean, I, Life on Mars, the fact that Queen Bitch is the, uh, is the credit song. Absolutely love that song. 
uh, whenever the pirates raid, it's ground control. Ground mm. control to major. Oh tone. my god! And yeah, like it's very interesting. Like they're going over the top on purpose, like with oh, yeah. the action, you know. And it's it. I wonder if it's more of like obviously that pistol that he has. Like he's just killing everybody that you know like just going to town and it's over the top on purpose and i wonder if it's like just that's like if this really happened this way or if like you, you know like very conveniently everyone's blindfolded yeah everyone's blindfolded and everything yeah no that's that's i mean because he goes full action hero here for yeah. a second and i mean like he had to have done something that That's got true. everybody off the boat. Um, that is true. So, I don't know. It there's is. also the possibility that they just took Bill and he had to be like, he had to tell them a st- But, like, they would have all heard the gunshots and stuff, you know? Like, it's not like they can be like, we didn't hear anything. No, like, they blew up part of the boat. They had to fix that. They had to, like, I think this happened, uh, which is funny. But um, yeah. The fact that Steve Zissou goes full action hero for a second and wipes out an entire team of pirates by himself uh, is hilarious. Oh. I love that there's like there's also the fact that these pirates are like terrible shots. Like whenever he's like standing in the doorway when he goes up there and they like fire at him like 50 times. And he, are like, you here to save me? He's just out. just standing there for a good couple. Yeah, just just like. OK, uh, I guess. Yeah, I am doing this. Yep. OK, just yeah. No, no shot. I don't know. It's over the top, but I love it, you know? And then they just blow the whole building up with dynamite. You know, Ned's just like, give me the dynamite, runs in there, boom. You know, everyone else just standing there like, uh, do we really go in there? Like, no, if we should do, and then just boom, you know, and boom. running out. Yeah. Like, it's Love Cody, the little dog. They had to leave him behind, which sucks, but. Hey, I, he's the one who, who led him to to find all the all the people, though. So like, True. Cody's you know, a real one. That's I, there's a there's a real affinity that Wes Anderson has for dogs um that bleeds through in a lot of his movies, you know, Dudley, Cody here. Um even we have a whole movie movies. later on called Isle of Dogs that's uh nothing but dogs and a few humans. Um I think Wes Anderson's just an animal lover. Oh yeah. Um, and that's that's part of why it's so fun to watch this movie specifically. Like I said, it's like it, there's just an affinity for animal life that I love so much because I, mm-hmm. I, I adore animals. So it's just a, a movie like this. And there was a point in my life when I was younger. I think this is a point that a lot of people have where I was like, I want to be a marine biologist. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dolphins? Fuck yeah. Let me study that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so like, it's just, That's... this movie makes me so fucking happy. And uh, this is the good side of the ocean. You know, oh, like yeah. this is this the is ocean's like, terrifying. Yeah, which that, is that's why the other. That's what I was gonna say. It's um, like mostly it's kind of scary to me. Like I would never do the things they are doing. Um, that we know more about like space. We know more about what's out there than we do about what's in our own waters. Like we know ten percent of our waters. That's all we have scoped out. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking wild. So and, I'm good off that, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I do I do respect those who are down for that. Um, yeah. People that are doing cool all this. Fuck. And uh, yeah, I love I loved this movie. Uh, my favorite scene is the the uh, the last one where they see the jaguar shark. And uh, 
just the way everyone's just in awe of it. And uh, this the line that Steve delivers, I wonder mm-hmm. if it remembers me. And then he starts breaking down crying. And, like, I, I just, it just gets me every time. And I had to, like, evaluate why. And it's it's because we've been talking about it, you know? He for he himself forgot who he was. Everyone, everyone who was there forgot, like didn't forget who he was, but knew that he wasn't who he once was anymore. And I wonder if it remembers me is like, I wonder if they'll remember me the way I was and not the way I am now. You know, like, uh, I wonder if it remembers me. Like that the way I so want to be remembered. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, I mean, like, that's the only reason he would break. You yeah. know, it's not like, uh, it's not like, uh, I wonder if it remembers me. Oh, I miss my friend Esteban, you know, like, uh, and I know he does, but that's not all that is. That's a bigger moment when everyone reaches towards him and is like, like they all, they all touch him and stuff. That's a, we do, we do remember you for yeah, who you are and who you're about to be again. Uh-huh. Um, I do think some people were kind of like skeptical to the idea that even it existed, you know, like it, that it mm-hmm. maybe it was just like a normal shark that, you know ate his best friend and it was traumatic and he saw it, you know, people were like, you you have crazy eyes right now, you know? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, my best, you know, uh, well, uh, I don't know. It's like, obviously if you see that in front of you, like, I don't know, you're, you're going to go a little crazy, but like, I think people didn't really believe him there. And then now no. they're seeing it all for, you know, everyone is there in that submarine. They're all seeing it, witnessing it at the same time. And they're like, okay, no, like he's not crazy. The whole like time. this is yeah. real. Like, and, and, after he says now that like you're saying that like he says it to himself but also to everyone else like yeah. for like i don't know the spark has been reignited you know yeah. and like the the proof is right here for everyone else but him mm. it's like also for him too it's he's like, finally realizing yeah. he he has the ability to be who he used to be and uh this moment's the launching off point you know accepting that uh there's something fascinating about the way this movie is also about like the cycle of life and death, you know, like, uh, Mm. his, his friend Esteban dies. So he, he's on a revenge path to kill the shark that did it. But along the way he recognizes the, the value of life and all living things. And Ned kind of reminds him of that, but then Ned dies. So it feels pointless to kill this shark after that, you know, it's like, it doesn't like, it's not, doesn't matter, you know, like, uh, Man, one thing I like Klaus, but man, he could have done some routine checkup on that helicopter, you know. Like, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe we, maybe they just shouldn't have actually flown in that thing at all. Well, they should, well that's it, the thing. The, the back copter looked, you know, in from Batman sixty six looked in yeah. better. Like, I would, like, I don't know. Like, that's that's the thing, man. Is that like, uh, it was irresponsible of them to have a helicopter. Um, because they make it clear Klaus used to be a bus driver. He doesn't know how to do routine maintenance on a fucking helicopter, man. That's not, that's not something he knows how to do. Um, so like uh, if it, it, it's Steve's fault, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be fucking flying a helicopter out here, homie. Man, that's fucking the stupid. crash, like showing like the, like, like the red flat, like it going, yeah, like going under the water, dipping a little bit and it's blood. bloodied. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. And I was like, no. And like, he's slowly losing it, you know? And he's like, maybe if I would have just done this, whatever maneuver, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like it could have been like, better. Nobody. But, uh, and then he like carries him to the shore, man. I'm in, that's what's 
so good about this movie, man, is that like the Royal Tenenbaums got me to like tear up and uh, border. I mean, like I, I definitely cried a little bit, but this movie made, makes me sob. Like, I don't know what it is, but that part gets me crying. And then they see the Jaguar shark. I'm crying more. And then he says that I wonder if it remembers me line. And I just, <laughs> I'm just yeah. sitting there fucking sobbing. Emily was asleep last night and she like rolled over while I was, <laughs> while I was watching this part of the movie and like gave me a hug because she heard me fucking crying. And I was like, I'm sorry. I woke you up. This is just so fucking good. I, was yeah. like, I literally like, it's crazy that I think, I will have more of an emotional impact on the second time that I watch it than the Mm. first. Like, because the first time I'm watching, I'm trying to figure out like what the movie is in the first place and, you know, in general. Uh, and you know, as the movie, like I'd say once I'm like an hour to an hour and a half in, I'm, I'm like, I'm there already. But Mm -hmm. like for that first, like half of the movie, I'm still, you know, figuring it all out. And like, I have no idea where it's going. Um, but I, I'm still already a mess at the end of it. And now that, like, I know what the story is, like, I'm going to watch it through so many different lenses. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to, like, I really, whenever I was first watching, I'm like, man, I, I really felt kind of bad for Ned most of the time only. I'm just like, man, like, just th- like all of his money, you know, like, like all of his inheritance, like, thrown. But but it's like, he really kind of went on his like, it ended up bad for him, but, like, he really was finding himself, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he he really thought, like, it was his decision, you know, that he was doing. Like, this, he went all that way to, to find, um, I don't know, what, was it at the premiere? The, yeah. Like, at, like, a little after party, you know, that he just found yep. him. Um, and I love how, I don't know, he kind of, I was a little worried like he tells him like hey just wait here like don't don't leave i'll be right back and i'm like is he gonna come back like ever like does does he come back and i'm like okay good because i'm like well i feel like owen wilson's in this movie for a lot longer so i'm I'm glad you know he did come back but i don't know i'm I'm still like being faked out and like i don't know um whether i should like this father-son relationship or be like against it at first Mm. um you know and then the whole just love triangle that's you know with them like i love that's like the conflict that's between them and then like it's just laid like uh, what's the her name kate jamie Jamie. okay yeah jamie yeah jamie jamie yeah i I, like she just lays it out she's like you're too old for me steve like i don't know she just like puts it out like just just very plainly like i don't know whenever he like finds the two of them laying together um not this one yeah and it's like um but you said it to Klaus, you know, you said, not this one, Klaus. And he's, oh, so you did hear me, you know, yeah. like, yeah. um, I don't know, it was just, and then wasn't that, that's what led to the fight and everything. Yeah. Right yeah. In there. yeah. That's, that's why that was, I don't know. I love that scene. It was so It was good. a great scene. Dude. Um, I, uh, from beginning to end, so, there's yeah, just I, so much in this movie that just makes me feel so fulfilled. You know, I love, I love a story about like, parenthood and and their children you know accepting the responsibility that comes with that job you know like Mm. your life is different now you know you're never nothing nothing is gonna be the same now that you know you're a parent or that you're gonna be a parent and i think that's apparent with uh 
Steve and Ned. It's a parent with Jamie and her child that's coming Mm up. Uh, You know, like the whole, the arc she goes on at the beginning being like, uh, I don't know if I'll be back and I don't even know why I'm still pregnant, you know? And then it's kind of cool the way Ned makes both Jamie and Steve realize that they were they were supposed to be parents, you know, like that's like, that's mm. what they're, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to be. Yeah, What was the and, line uh, that she said? Like, I got to find a baby for this father or like, some, you know, like she yeah. said it kind of backwards. Like it was in a moment, like, I think it was like, was it after the pirate rate or what? it was after yeah. like, a like, was it after I Ned think- died maybe? Or was it? I can't remember. I can't remember exactly when she says that, but no, I think Ned was still alive at that point. I think it was just after the pirate, like after all the whole pirate thing settled down and they were all just kind of in shock for a second. And they, no, it was on the island, maybe. I don't know, because Steve says, I think I know what you mean, like right back to her. Mm. Uh, man, I forgot when that was, but her character was, I don't know, she, she might, was the closest one to getting the character nod, if it wasn't, um, if I'm not giving Steve. it to, to Steve. Yeah, I think it's, for right now, like it's, I think it's just how it is, like, for these first two movies. Like, uh, the main characters, for me, just, I, that's what I was watching the movie through. And, like, I, I was on that arc and that journey with them. And, like, I hated, I hated Royal at the beginning of the Royal Bombs, but then I'm, you know, fully ca- came around on him. And I ended up being kind of okay with him at the end. But even more so uh, with Steve here. Like, I don't know, it's like he was actually a good dude you know before and not always just kind of like a piece of so it's even easier to to like him so this is like way more of a feel-good movie even though it's like i don't know kind of more dark like than than the last like we had some very dark things in the world ten of bombs like you know a suicide attempt and very dark but but it was over very fast and like Mm -hmm. back a lot you know alive and and out of the hospital very quick but here it's like this is a real death on the beach you know like sit with it and it's dark and like a funeral and like i don't know it's like was very tragic but i i come off feeling like more fulfilled and more um like satisfied from Mm. this movie um yeah so do i man i uh i end up very very happy with this one just because i don't know there's there's something even greater they have to overcome in this one because they start alone you know at least with the royal tenenbaums like yeah it was because of their family that they had their problems but it was still their family and they they had a built-in place to come back to and make that peace steve had to find that route there and the line uh, of the royal tenenbaums like you know that it's a sentence you know that their family that's a sentence but here like this is chosen you know you choose chosen and it's found you know he didn't find it it found him you know it's not like he uh he went out of his way to find his son he knew he knew he existed from the day he was born and did never looked for him and then ned came onto his doorstep one day and that was that you know his life was changed forever and uh i uh I love that story, man. I think it's really, I think it's damn compelling. I think that, uh, I don't know. I just find myself infinitely, like, this is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I, I adore this movie. It's so, um, I feel like there's like, 
I feel like there has to be like a cult following to this movie a little bit. Oh, like yeah. I don't know. I feel like at like some convention somewhere, there's a big group of just people in red beanies and blue jumpsuits and right. these Adidas shoes. I don't know. Can I don't know if these Adidas shoes are real, but like if they actually sold them like after this movie or if like they were just made for this movie, that's it. You know, for real. Um, but like I don't know. I feel I feel like this is it's just such a. His movies just have this more you're like it takes something just mundane and blows it up and makes it feel so grand. Like we see like the Hennessy ship, you know, like Ali's ship and how like how I don't know, people would probably think, Well, that would have been a way cooler movie if we would have had that boat with all that cool technology and like all this stuff. But like no, we have this like rinky dink, you know, old super old military boat that's like been transformed into this ship and it's like this scrap of a family and it's like a way better story um that way than if we had all this fancy technology and everything Um, dude i love the belafonte too i think that design is just so Mm. so fucking cool for me um i don't know every every room like that'd be a like i like just the exploration aspect of the movie too you know like that's just like it's a very just human thing just to we want to explore and just like just natural for us it doesn't make really a lot of sense why but like we just want to know what's on mars we want to know what's at the bottom of the ocean we want to know if there's this crazy looking shark that's just down there Mm -hmm. um and it's just it's so satisfying to actually like see the look like the look on his face whenever it's right there and it's coming into frame and like it's lighting up slowly and you slowly see the spots you mm. know and then you know like he's the only one that's actually seen that down there out of all of them but then he's like seen it for the second time but he's experiencing it with everyone else for the first time i don't know it's like you have all these little things that are going on at once that make just the moment so grand um and it's I don't know. He makes makes it land so hard, um, and yeah, like you're, you're like you're right here. Like I, I put this movie above the Royal Tenenbaums. That's for sure. If mm-hmm. I'm um, if I'm coming back, I'm watching this movie first before the Royal Tenenbaums. But I'm still watching the Royal Tenenbaums again. That's for sure. I'm watching oh, all yeah. these. You know, no, and that's the thing is that like I don't think there's a movie on this list you'll go. Ah, you know what? I wasn't that big a fan of that. Uh, no, like I I love all these fucking movies and. Uh, it's just a matter of the the level, the degree to which you love them. Because uh, this one, uh, certainly top half of the eight for me. Uh, easy, easy top four, yeah. not bottom four. Um, and I don't think that'll change. But there's some damn good, uh, damn good movies we still got to cover. So like, it's a uh, Found Ooh. one other time he was a little mean to animals and it's to the dolphins. And it's because oh, yeah. I think it's because he doesn't just I think it's because the dolphins are smarter than he is. Yeah. Um because I don't know, because they you know, they look in and they see, you know, Ned and Jamie getting at it, you know, but then whenever whenever Steve walks by to see to when he would see they they look away, you know, sort of thing. And so it's like right. I don't know, and he's like he's He's always like, man, I'm sick of these dolphins. I don't know. He always hates the dolphins or whatever. Um, but I think, I don't know. It is, they never really did much in the movie. I don't know. They were always just kind of following. Like, it was just, just to make it more magical or more like, 
magical, I guess. It's a symbiotic relationship with the nature of it all, you know, like, was this cool? Like just, there was always nature following, like even, I don't know, in the Royal Tenenbaums too, you have like the bird, Mordecai, like a bird, Mm, like dog, like, I don't know, there's always just a lot of animals um, around. I love that. I love that. Uh, it makes it makes me extremely happy happy but uh yeah man i uh like i said i love this movie my fa- my favorite character ended up going to owen wilson as ned kingsley mm. plimpton zisu uh because what a name yeah what a name well just cuz i think he he's the reason this movie he's the reason anybody goes anywhere you know he, he's the he's mm. the crux for everybody's development uh, Steve's development is because of Ned. Klaus's development is because of Ned. Jamie's development is because of Ned. There's a, uh, he's the central figure in all their lives that changes. He's what makes the exploration different. You know, whenever they're sitting around the TV watching an old, an old tape recording of their, of their old adventures and Klaus goes, that's how it used to be, you know, yeah. and they're all just sitting there kind of sad. This is what it becomes again. And the thing that's different is you got Ned there and Ned's reigniting a passion in Steve and yeah. creating attention because of Jamie and it's making it exciting and it's making things fun again. And it's, uh, I think if you don't, if you don't have Ned here, it's a, I mean, obviously it's a different movie, but, uh, it's, uh, there was something that Ned said that like, literally he was, he like grabbed Steve down. Like he was climbing up the ladder and he's like grabbed down. And he's like, what the? Like, come on, man. Like, wake up. Like, you're the captain. Lead. Now, you know, the shark. $75,000 in this project. You don't, yeah. you know. And he's like, but I don't know. He said, like, you know, that shark ate your best friend, and it's out out there. Let's go get it. You know, I don't know. He kind of just was like, just like, really told him, I think. And then they just got on the helicopter and went. I think, like, I don't know. Maybe that was right before they, they got on the helicopter um, that he said that. But, I don't know, Ned... Ned was awesome, and, and just to see that out of Owen Wilson was was really, like, I don't know, incredible. Like, it's what what Wes can get out of these actors, and, like, just, like, the chemistry. that It seems that these people have had, like, these relationships for that long. Like, the whole other crew. Like, everyone else that's been on the crew, it seems like they have been a crew for so long. Um, and it seems that these characters, like, are actually, like, going through these things. I don't know. It's it's just very real. Mm. Um and allows you just to connect with the characters even more. Um, but yeah, no, I think Steve Zisu. Zisu? Zisu. Zisu. What yeah. A, yeah. Um, Hell of a name. He, yeah, he he's, has to get performance and character for me. At least I this first watch, you. that's where I'm at. Uh, but maybe I through can't a blame lens. you one bit there. Yeah, I am coming coming from a place of second viewing. You know, it does it does help me spread the love a little bit because I do think after one viewing, I can't I can't tell you I'd pick anyone other than steve zisu but uh another thing i did enjoy um about this movie a little detail is that you know in the royal tenenbaums they kick the movie off with that uh that like version of hey jude you know Mm. the na 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 um and this movie was very primarily david bowie but there's still a beatles homage because they have a yellow submarine you know, we all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. So West is a, 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 a big fan of the Beatles. Then. I got to oh. guess. I mean, like, yeah. there's a few things that just feel too uh, too blatant to not make him a Beatles fan. 
Um, I mean, who doesn't like the Beatles? I know there are people who are naysayers and don't like the Beatles, but... Wes just feels like a really chill dude. Love me some Wes Anderson, man. I don't even really know what he looks like. I don't think if I've ever really... Okay. That's Wes Anderson. I think I've seen his face before, but now... No, I'm really... Okay. It's like kind of the first time I'm really assigning his face to the, the, the name. The name uh, to a face, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I get you. I've had the uh, I've had the same thing uh, recently where I was like, I don't know what Wes Anderson looks like. He looks a lot younger than I thought he would. Yeah, you know I, I don't know. I, th- I thought he was way older for some reason. Well, what's funny is he's, uh, I mean... Not a young dude. He's fifty. I mean, I mean, like he's not old, but he's not a young dude by any means. He's fifty-five, almost fifty-five. Wait, what? He's fifty-five. There, fifty-four. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's aging well. He's a good-looking man. Hey, well, you just stay chill, love animals. Uh, uh, that's yeah, that's all know. it takes, man. Make good art. Yeah. Make good art, my look- g. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm on the, I'm on the West train. That's for sure. Like that, th- I'm. I don't know. I just want to know everything about this dude. Like, I, whenever I was, you first introduced the idea of like this. I'm like, ooh, Kubrick would be like a really cool one. And then I'm like, I don't know. Actually, he's kind of just like a real piece of shit dude in real life. And like, he can. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I really can get behind. You know, like him. I like his movies, and I think his movies are good. But like. It's way better to have someone like Wes Anderson where I feel like he's actually just kind of like a genuinely cool guy. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know about him at all, but um, at least through his movies, he seems really cool in his values. Yeah, are... I think there's a, it's a, you know, creation. There's a window into the soul sort of whenever you see the movies that a person is creating or the art anybody's creating. It's a, it's a way to know the person without knowing them, which is why, like, you know, we can't truly know. Wes Anderson, but I can feel like I do after watching all these movies, you know, I feel like I can know him a little bit better than I would have prior to watching them, you know? Um, and, uh, I really, I really, really enjoy this movie, man. It's just a ridiculous cast that all did so fucking good. You know, Angelica Houston as Eleanor was fantastic. Like you said, Willem Dafoe was fantastic as Klaus. Jeff Goldblum as Ollie was incredible. I just, uh, man, I liked this movie so fucking much. I'm trying to see. There's a there's one dude who looks wildly familiar. Bud Court as Bill. I don't know what I've seen him in, but I feel like I've seen him in something. Hmm. Mash. He was in the Mash uh, TV show. Huh. Oh, okay, not the movie then. Oh wait, no, that but is the movie. Did you know Vladimir Wolodarsky, played by Noah Taylor, that's the dad in Willy Wonka, in, or the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one with Johnny Depp. That's no the dad shit. that worked at the toothpaste factory. Um, that's what I know him as. And that, I don't know, that's what, uh, he's very small, and he doesn't have a lot of time in the movie, but he's the one that's like, hey, the tiger shark is on the radar, and it's very close. And like, I don't know, he comes out and he just has like this announce, announcement kind of moment. And I'm like, oh. That's the dad from Willy Wonka or from the Johnny Depp, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. Uh. Ah, yeah, he was the Bud Court was in the MASH movie. If you recall, we we covered MASH first Mm -hmm. and foremost on our uh, 52 year journey through film for the 1970 film. If you'll remember, there's a moment in the movie where someone starts suffering complications on the operating table and. Uh, the lead doctor asks a guy to go get cardiac needles and like go like 
go help. And the guy freezes and can't move and like, won't that's him. But court. Uh, yeah. So that might be where I recognize him from. And now he's the, what was, what was he? The corporate stooge. Yeah. Corporate stooge, man. I don't know, but, but a really cool guy. Um, and a human being. He's a good dude. He's a good dude in the end. Man. And yeah, Matthew Gray, uh, Goobler? Gubbler? I don't know. He's like, I I feel, what have I seen him in? He's like a newer, but he was just one of the interns. Um, Ah. Lines. I think that's what it is. I just see that that show like all the time on on clips on tiktok or netflix or just social media i think that's just what it is but um yeah no i like uh i like a lot of these performers man i uh thank god for pele played by you jorge to s-e-u i don't know how to yeah probably that um sue or yeah um sue jorge Nice voice. I don't know. It was a very nice, just broke. I don't know. You just get him playing the guitar every now and then and then singing a little bit of some David Bowie. and wonderful. Ah, yeah. I don't know. It was very chill. Um, It's just, I don't know. There's so many things going on in this movie. Like, that's like, and some, it doesn't even matter. Like the, the, I just, I don't know, like moments like him just putting on the shoes and jumping up and down. Like there's just like moments that are just to make you smile, you know, just to like, um, like we're just having a good time. Like it is just an action adventure, you know, like it is like action adventure comedy is what IMDb puts it as. And like, I loved the, uh, just another little bit about the affinity for life whenever they have the little seahorse in the bag and it busts open and he puts it in a wine glass and like carries it above it all. Like that's a, it's just another little satisfying thing where they're like, well, we got to prioritize the life of this little guy over all of us. Um, and then the, was the ring that he gave to Klaus's nephew? Was that the one? Oh, dude. Yeah. The, no. the fucking, the new crest with all their initials on it and stuff, man, that shit, that shit hurts. It's a, uh, it's a good fucking movie, man. It makes me it just gives me chills thinking about a lot of the uh, a lot of the moments in it cuz uh man, that ending just makes it, you know. It's already a great movie all the way throughout, but then we get to that end and it's like ah, oh, I I don't know. It just drains me a little bit. It makes me very happy. The self-addressed envelopes, 50 of them ready and there's three pieces of paper in there correspondence yeah and like ready to go he's like yep oh yep i made these just so it'd be easier for you you know and and i don't know like it's you get that you know like there's little things like that that are just meant as a joke at first you know and it's funny but then like it comes around like at the funeral whenever you see her like put them under like the the pilot's hat like it's just i don't know it it just adds to the moment like it just Every character has something in the moment, um, and we're experiencing it with them at the same time. And that's like man, when Klaus like salutes Ned at the end, man. I don't know that shit gets me, bro. It's so good. Yeah, like, uh, thank you for putting me on the dolphin. Like, you don't. I don't know if you understand what this means to me. And he, but then he's like, I do. And he, you know, like, just in the helicopter. Yeah, just like I do understand. Like, they just have that connection moment whatever that was there you know that was just between them 
you know, that was just a moment between, uh, uh, what, Klaus? Yeah, Klaus and, uh, yeah. man. Names. There's a behind-the-scenes photo on IMDb of the Belafonte mm. after it had been built. Um, it's, like, on set. Oh. It's a Is it just giant like... crane with the camera on it. Wow. Yeah, they really built the whole, like, two... Like, they actually walked through... The entire fucking thing. Yeah, like, no cuts. That's, like... I Wow, I... For some reason, I thought, like, they actually just built every room, but it wasn't actually, I don't right, know, I thought connected. it was just each room was on its own, and then they would cut somehow. It was too practical, man. Like, wow, it looked yeah. it looked so good. And that's what I love about these movies, is that it is, there's so much of it that is practical. Like, there's so little that's mm-hmm. visual effects, and I think that that really adds to the uh, the weight of these movies. It makes them feel like there was a lot of love and care put into the put into the project they're creating yeah. and uh even the underwater shots like whenever they were actually down there diving like in dude like, gorgeous through like um going down like in the the you just seen the sea life the fluorescent fish or whatever that like gave them the sign like oh yeah this was uh close around the tiger sh- or jaguar shark whenever i was here last time it's just this beautiful like pink those little pink fishies fish. yeah. yeah it's like oh just a, a nice beautiful moment to have um in, oh, yeah. yeah, but this, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely glad that like with this project we can get like more. Um, these movies are all like very different in their own sense, but all like follow his style. Like they so have a heart closely. to and them. It's, that it's so get. cool to see that. Yeah, yeah, like instead of like on the 52 year journey through film, like we're just going through way different. It's just like whatever kind of the big movie was for the year, like whatever we kind of felt was right. Um, but this is like specifically one person, you know, like in their vision for different stories. Um, and it's so cool to see like how he handles an adventure out in the sea versus a family all at home, you know, like just, yeah, man, yeah, it's vastly just... different, but they have that same heart and it's just like, I don't know how you, how you manage to create something like that is beyond me. You know, I like to like to think of myself as a creative but uh this is i certainly couldn't have ever thought of anything like this this is just too damn good it's and, like uh, to make it funny and to make it just enjoyable as you're just sitting through it but then to have like moments that seem like throwaway things actually come back around and make you kind of tear up at the you know it's just like things that don't seem to matter or even things that do at sometimes like i don't know it's like how will that how will that come back around at the end and it's just Everything matters, like in the movie. You know, yeah, man, he understands the importance of a prop, like uh, yeah, the sentimentality that we all. I know we don't all carry a sentimentality for things, but you know, I tend to. I do, you know. I, I. Oh yeah. I always go back and I look at things. I have a little, you know, a little drawer dedicated to little trinkets and stuff that remind me of things. They you just know? can't throw away. You know, it just feels wrong. To throw something like that away, you know, yeah. like, um, I think he understands Wes Anderson understands the importance of little things like that, like the correspondence notes and stuff like that, the the letters she was gonna write, <laughs> mm-hmm. all that. Like, it's just too, it's just too strong, you know. I uh, the the ring that he puts on Klaus's nephew's finger and then he throws him on his shoulders, like, you know, I just it just makes me very very happy, very very satisfied to see 
the way this movie went. It's uh in the credits. God, like even like the start of the credits, it's just them all walking and slowly joining in, you know, one by one by one, and then like I guess it's it's before the main credits, but like I don't know, it's still the end of the movie and just walking, you know, he's just walking just everyone's smiling, just happy, and I'm just like, Wow. Like, yeah, I, I do feel great, you know. I, I this was I just so good. Like I'm, I felt like I don't know. It was just on the journey with them, and it felt right just to to end like on that note. I don't know. Like it was very sad what happened with Ned and everything, but but you feel just very satisfied. Like that that the vision's back and like the crew mm. is is back on and like the this movie we don't even know how it's accepted, but he you know we already see an award and and he's he knows you know sort of thing. It's like it's like he's back. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, I mean, we made a goodie in there. And it's because they weren't prior, like, by the end of it, they weren't prioritizing the product they were creating. They were just doing their thing mm-hmm. and letting the product speak for itself. Because when we see those little clips from the movie, it's not the scripted stuff. Mm. You know, it, it ends up being sort of a eulogy for Ned. Um, and it takes the stuff that was just filmed in these candid moments. And that's what becomes the movie. That moment when uh, Jamie is standing next to uh, Steve and Ned and, you know, they're talking when they're up in the uh, hot air balloon. And mm. she's like, no, I think I had this poster in my room when I was a kid. And he's like, Oh, the one where I'm like pointing off in the distance like this. And she's like, yeah. And then he like tries to kiss her and she pulls away and he's like, uh, okay, cool. Awkward. Uh, yeah. But, uh, when they're on the ground and they're on the boat oh. at the end and you know, Ned like points and he's like, like this. And she's like, and you do it too, Steve. And they both do it. And it's like, ah, God damn. After everything, it just, it hits that much harder. Like to have Ooh. saved that footage until the end of the movie after Ned's death was that br- might be a brilliant choice. You know, actually of the movie now that I think about that. I don't know. I do like his funeral shot. Cause you do get the, you know, it goes down, you see the new flag that he mm-hmm. made, um, and like it, you know, wrapped around his casket or whatever, but that, that it was like a candid shot, you know, you're right, like it, it wasn't scripted at all, it was just candid, like a moment that was just real, and put mm-hmm. in the, like, no, showing all of them out there was pretty good. Ooh, do I make the switch at the very last minute here? <laughs> I don't know, I think I do. What do you, what do you call that? What do you call that, maybe... Just uh, hmm, to call that pose, just the point, yeah. Um, Steve, does Jamie also point as well? No, I think she. I don't think she points. She just kind of stands there and like sees them do it. Um, I think I will change to that because it it does kind of encapsulate like uh, at the very end, like that. You're you're right. Like it, it wasn't the scripted moments that made it into it. And it wasn't like, you know, they, they had that like light meter to check, like, um, like what the light meter was for, I don't know. I don't know the little click thing. And like, even whenever he like Ned drowned and they just brought him back, like they were checking like the light meter, or whatever that thing was. He's for like, like how are you, Vikram? you know, like he's like, he's like sitting there over his body and he's like, how you, yeah. What, what's this look like? And then you see Ned kind of be like, wait, fucking for real like you guys are worried about the shot right now you know but he's like all right what, you know i'm i just all right well he's dealing with coming back to life you know but basically or coming back to consciousness but um but yeah by the end of it it is just the real moments and and 
I don't know. That's that's just kind of what it all, what it's all about. Like you see that the whole time that they are doing mo- like moments, they are just so fake. Like in we we see that they're fake, you know, when the camera's rolling. Um, but then by the end of it, it is it is the real journey that they went on. That's the satisfying part. Um, so yeah, I think I will switch switch my shot. Actually, there I support that. I support that. Cannot blame you for that one bit. I mean, like this this movie's loaded with beautiful, mm. beautiful imagery, man. Like it's there's so many moments. Like I was just talking about how when they were up in the the hot air balloon, when they're sitting side by side, and uh, the sun is like streaming in from behind uh, Jamie, and she, her like face is like like enveloped in sunlight, and you can see mm-hmm. uh, Steve a little bit like uh he's shadowed he's a little bit of a silhouette but you can still see him pretty clearly like it's it's so damn good and there's that moment at the beginning like the first little interview that steve and jamie have where they're sitting at the bottom of the ship and there's just a killer whale and orca Mm. swimming behind him dude i love shit like that like that was so satisfying and uh jamie and steve had one of the more interesting dichotomies in this movie just because they were like, it's so fascinating the dynamic that they had. Uh, cause he's a hateful, shitty person, you know? Um, kind of like a a nev- lot of you never want to meet your hero kind of thing, yeah. you know? Like, it would be really nice if they are the way you think they are and like they are the person that you yeah, want to meet. The way she be. kicks off the interview with, like, so what do you think happened? And he's like, that's your first fucking question. We're not going to do any fluff first, you know, like you're, you're just going to jump right into how I failed over the last couple of years. And, uh, no, I, I loved that, you know, and the, the way that they, I think what, uh, really bothers, uh, Jamie a lot is that she sees a lot of what she is in danger of becoming if she lets herself keep going down the path that she, she might think she's on, you know? Um, and that kind of gets to her a little bit and she, she sees an opportunity to kind of see how this plays out, not just for the journalistic side of things, but like how it might affect her, you know, how it might change her as a person. It's a, it's a real compelling, real compelling arc that, every character sees in this movie you know the only one ironically enough who doesn't really see like a true arc in terms of change of character is ned he's just kind of ned the whole time but that presence is what everyone else needed um Tragic, i love that but, but i don't know worth it for everyone else you know like it's mm-hmm. it's very sad what happened to ned but man it at least at least it was positive what came out of the end, you know, and not right. everyone just went home and, and felt defeated and gave up. Um, they went out there, they found that dang freaking jaguar, tiger, shark. I don't, yeah, I don't know. What do you call that thing? The Z, Z, Z name it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what it's called. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This, it's just a, a, a unique, like there's no, I don't know. I I don't know what movie to compare this to. You know, like it's cr- like I don't know what comparisons to draw other than like from 
the Royal Tenenbaums because it's just in his style. But even the like these movies are just very different. Like I like it has like the adventure and like the sea like excitement of like Jaws, you know, of like going out and finding a big shark. You know, but this time it's not like it's just a killer shark, but it also is. It's also like this beautiful unknown species that like it's like would be this great find. It's like this adventure and it's like, okay, cool. But then you have like the 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 crew of Jaw you know, we only got three people out on that boat, but we got a whole found family here on this one, and we have all the character, you know, interactions between them. So it's like I don't know, it's like turned everything turned to max. You know, like the adventures mm-hmm. turn to max, the actions even turn to max, and I don't really care about the action all that much, but it's su- it's fun to watch while I'm watching the movie. But then the oh, yeah. drama aspect of it is is just amazing. Like it's just so well done. Um, yeah, man, I uh, I adore this movie, and uh, it's going to be an interesting rating for us for sure, mm-hmm. just because this one, you know, Royal Tenenbaums, I was like, ah, oh, there's room to grow. This one is like, this is up there. This is one of my favorites. So it's like, it's hard to be like, oh, well, let's, let's hesitate here. No, I, I love this movie, you know? So it's, it's hard to, hard like, to say. Nine is like my absolute floor for this enjoyment. I'm like nine or nine, two, five, nine, five. Like okay. that might be the floor. Like, I don't know. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I love, like, I'm going to watch this movie again. I want this red beanie. Like, I really, no, I, I don't know why I really just want this beanie. And I love how, like, I always never knew how to wear a beanie. Like, I don't know. I was always maybe just too insecure to wear a beanie because I always felt like it just looked dumb if you had just that little crunch of just whatever. But you just got to own it. I don't know. They just, that's just, I don't know. I, I think They pull it off, man. It just works. And I, I don't know. I just, I want, I want this beanie uh, for some reason. Um, and no, I, I don't know. Well. I just can't wait to watch this movie again. Like, this, this is... It's just a whole different type of movie experience that I can't, like, I, I don't know what comparison to make, like, of, of another, like, movie that gives me this experience. No, yeah, for for, for me, this is a floor 9-5 enjoyment. Like, it's, uh, it's that good. I enjoy it that much. Um, you know, we've been talking about the top 100 and uh doing that in the future i'm constant every time i watch a movie for the first time or rewatch a great movie i i always evaluate where i have it on my top 100 mm-hmm. and right now this is top 30 Dang, yeah no this one of my I, favorite movies of all time i really like this i was i was like confident that i'm like yeah i think royal tenenbaums it's sliding in there in the top 100 this is like confidently going up there yeah. like this one is like without a doubt there's zero doubt in my mind yeah. that this is this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I, I feel like it, it is only a movie that, that could get better, like, over time. Like, it, it's only going, like, the more I understand these characters, like, um, I don't know. I'm just going to watch it. I, like, now that I just have, like, this cult out, of, like, I don't know. I was really, like, like, I had so many different directions that I thought it was going to go. You know, at the very beginning. Yeah, that's so funny um, to me. That's just that, that crazy. Never... You know, that's just so out there. Um, but now that I know what the movie is completely, like I, I don't know. I, I can't wait to watch it again. And like, oh, dude, and it's a, it's a wonderful watch. I can't. Uh... I'm fine with give, like nine five or nine seven five. I just didn't know how much room you wanted to, you know, if um... for all the rest of them, since you know kind of where where we're going. But I mean, I'm. I'm there, and this is just my first watch. So like, I, I I think it's you know for me, I'm kind of 
nine two five like nine five was like my floor because like I think it can only like go up. I'm confident there are two for me two definite ten out of ten enjoyments. Okay. Um, I'd put this one just below those. You know, I don't I don't think I can confidently go ten out of ten. So, um, I'd be I'd be comfortable with a nine. Five, I think a nine five is fair. Okay, all right. Then I agree with that. Now, critically, I mean, I, I think I, it, I it think it's a step made. up from Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. That's for sure. Like, if it, like the practical set, like of this, like the the actual gorgeous. shots that were like the use of just the claymation like just to own it and like it isn't real it's just magical and it's like that's what it's for like colorful ass animals um and like just to throw that in there and like his it's so unique and like to get i don't know like bill murray i guess i, I don't want i don't have a lot of maybe movies that that he's in but like i i never really thought of him as like Whenever he got serious and emotional, I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know. I just didn't don't really expect that from Bill Murray all the time. Wonder if um, it were. And then Owen Wilson as well. What do you say? Uh, oh, just the, uh, the part where he says, "I wonder if it remembers me." Like the face he makes immediately after when he breaks. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, man. It just God. it just like, kills me, man. And uh, I I adore it. It's so fucking good. Um, so yeah, that, my I think my hang up. Uh, for this one, I think visually it's an elevation from the Royal Ten of Bombs. I think that, uh, I think that performance wise, we're looking. I don't know if this is as well written as the Royal Ten and Bombs is. Um, mm-hmm. okay, I feel like that one's really, really, really cohesive. Uh, but visually, I think it's a step up. I think that it, uh, so there's a balance there that I think uh, I I've come to the point which is hilarious because our ra- my ratings my brain for ratings has evolved so much where I used to be like writing is my highest priority it is no longer my highest priority I think that if you are aesthetically pleasing me the sound design is wonderful the soundtrack is wonderful the acting is great you can get by with an all right script and this has a better than all right script you know what I'm saying like this is still a good script. Mm-hmm. So I would still elevate this above the Royal Tenenbaums critically, and uh, I think I'd find myself at around maybe just half a point, maybe just eight five, maybe even just eight two five. Like it's, I think it's better than the Royal Tenenbaums, but not by much, you know. I think I'm right there too. Yeah, it's like he's. I think he's definitely way more comfortable in his style, way more confident with it here, and he's like, all right, now I'm gonna like now I'm gonna try do to shit. make everything in my style, you know, which. Which is is really nice, um, and then just having a you know again like everyone is is very character like animated like their outfits are changing over time but they're still very the same you know the interns are always in their intern out you know it's like you know what character you're looking at you know like sort of thing um, they all have Glocks with Klaus's uh, beanie has a little puffball instead of the normal the the he thing one it in his wetsuit whenever they stormed the island so that he could take it out and put it on during yeah. the mission. you know no one else did he was the only one he's like he's so serious about oh TMC. yeah so you know and, he, and like the a team you know and he's like you're the leader of b team don't you understand you know and then like 
And then you get later on when he's like, yeah, now you're a team, you know, like, and then he like looks at him like, like, it's just like, I, I Klaus was, yeah, it was so good. Um, but yeah, Willem like, Dafoe plays a, he's a common, common role in mm. Wes Anderson films. He'll be popping up a few more times. Um, and, uh, he's got like his role in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Dude. Like, I don't like that's that's one of my favorites. He does so good in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. Uh, what were you comfortable with that eight two five to eight five? What yeah. do you think? No, I, th- I think it does deserve a little bump above World Tenenbaum, um, but not not by a whole lot. I, I think I was around eight two five was my gut. Let's do uh, with that. Let's go with that then. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to give it too much of an elevation just because I think that uh there's there are a few movies coming up that I think are better written and he has that style mm. and I, they're at minimum eight five. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, and mm-hmm. I think that's fair. So this one ends up coming to an 87% for us that's on our right. good old tomato meter, Oh yeah, on, which uh, uh, I really dig on IMDb. Uh, they gave her a 7.2 um, out of 10. So we're a little nicer. All right, and uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, this one is not doing too well with the critics. This one gets a 57% oh. on the critic tomato meter, and it gets an 82% in the audience score. So we were nicer than both this time, as opposed to the Royal Tenenbaums, where we fell right in the middle of both of them. Uh, mm. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. 50 what? Seven. That's, that's a little blasphemy. Yeah, certified rotten apparently, uh, which I disagree with. I think this is a wonderful movie, and uh, hmm. I do I do love it very very much. So you're not going to be able to convince me that uh, this is this isn't a good movie. I, I love this thing. It's, uh, I don't see that at all. That's weird. No. But yeah, an eighty-seven percent on ours. It's an elevation of five percent from the Royal Tenenbaums, which is uh, I tend to agree. It is. I think it's a. It's an overall elevation. There's there's no doubt in my mind about it. But with that, we will conclude this episode of the Director's Spotlight. And Wes Anderson will remain in that spotlight for the next three weeks. Next week, we've got two more Wes Anderson films for you in the Darjeeling Limited and Fantastic Mr. Fox on Wednesday and Friday, respectively. The week after that, Moonrise Kingdom and the Grand Budapest Hotel, which might just be the greatest week of uh, coverage we will ever do. Um, mostly because, uh, you know, this week we had the season three finale. Next week we have the season four premiere. And the week after that is season four, episode two, which is a big one for Game of Thrones fans because we say goodbye to one of the most hateable characters the world ever knows. So we'll be covering that episode and two of my favorite movies of all time, which is what a uh, moment, what a week, a great week for us, a great week for us here on the Penny Bloom podcast. So, yeah, we've got the Winter is Blooming show, our Game of Thrones rewatch. That's on Mondays. So please, please come come on back for that. Season four begins next Monday. Uh, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you got to catch up with that. You got to watch it along with us. It's been so rewarding. Um, your homework, season four premiere, Game of Thrones, the Darjeeling Limited, and Fantastic Mr. Fox before next week. That is, uh, that's what we've got cooking for y'all at home. I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. We've got a lot of good shit in the works. Um, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including 
book reviews, movie reviews, comic book reviews, and the like. I've gotten into writing again, and it's been a great deal of fun. I'm so excited to be back on my bullshit there, throwing on the headphones and just typing away for a while. It's very fun. Um, yeah, so for $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money, and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. I wish I had my own little Ned Plimpton to donate me $275,000 to make this shit happen, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening, and do me a favor and please download um, we're having a rough month download wise, and I'm not sure particularly why that is. Just, uh, just not as hot as usual. I think it was a series of rough comic book movies that we covered. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, uh, the, the, the end of the Mandalorian season and such. It was just like, ah, you know, people lost. No, no, but no, no, you know, it is what it is. But wanting some downloads. Um, Gotta per episode's not vision. doing too. Per episode's not doing too bad. It's just that we're not getting any of those backlog downloads. We're not getting new listeners who are like, oh, yeah, let me download a shit ton of your episodes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, episode to episode, we're doing fine. We're doing fine. But, uh, you know, I, I want those new listeners. Anybody who's who's a new listener and you're wanting to go back and listen to our old shows, remember to download. It helps me a lot. Uh, makes me very happy. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for downloading. Um. I was Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And this is an adventure. <laughs>